You're listening to The Shell, where we talk about all sorts of cool marketing stuff with industry experts worldwide. Good morning, everybody. Uh, This is Lewis with Tortuga Marketing on another episode of The Shell. I believe this is episode 10. And today we have our very own Spencer Ryan uh, sitting here with me today. We're going to talk about this podcast in general, why we started it, what we're hoping to accomplish, and and kind of who we are targeting uh, with this podcast. So stick around. We don't have any guests, but I think uh, there's going to be a lot of value um, in in this podcast. So if you're not already subscribed, not, not already following us, uh, now's the time to do so. Throw us a like, throw us a follow. How are you doing, Spencer? I'm good. I am. I'm a little bit tired, but I'm good. Why are you tired? Didn't you just uh, do something really cool this weekend? I did. That's that's kind of why I'm tired. Just flew <laughs> back from Boston, and it was a crazy 24 hour trip. Just a little bit tired. Catching up. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you back, and we're jealous that we didn't get to go with you. Um, Spencer's posting to social media about his trip all the time and he has a he has a pretty decent social media following if you haven't uh, already checked out spencer ryan go check him out it's really cool stuff well i mean it's it was decent it's <laughs> I, I took a turn i started over but uh it was literally too easy so I just did it over again but regardless i i think content <laughs> is great and i just i do put a lot of content out there so if that's your thing feel free <laughs> feel free to throw up a follow <laughs> um so let's talk about the shell spencer um Spencer and I were just talking before we hit record uh, about what we wanted to do with this episode because we wanted to make it a little bit different. Uh, and the reason for it is, uh, you know, we'd like to communicate with you guys, our audience, anybody else listening that, you know, what our goals are with this podcast, what we're hoping to accomplish. Uh, we titled it The Shell, obviously, because we're Tortuga Marketing and Turtles Have Shells. We think this is kind of the pillar piece that brings everything together, just kind of like a shell does. Um, but Ultimately, the podcast is supposed to, I keep hitting my mic, the podcast is supposed to be about content marketing for content marketers all over, all industries, sizes, types. Um, We at Tortuga use something called uh, buyer personas to identify with our target audience. So you might know them as like avatars. Um, You know, it's basically like a fake character that we've created that represents who our target audience is. And in this case, um, the name of our buyer persona is Christy Lee. Uh, And and Christy Lee is just this character that we created that we believe exists out there. Um, And you might, you know, relate to this uh, some in some way. But but basically, our Christy Lees are who we think are going to be listening to this shell, the shell podcast. And uh, it's basically, you know, female it doesn't have to be female but in this in this example it's a female working for uh kind of a household brand like dunkin donuts krispy Kreme. um what are what are some other good just like even like cisco yeah uh, even like cisco yeah like a brand that everybody knows um doesn't have to be here in north carolina where we are it could be anywhere um you know christy lee's probably a like director of marketing director of communications has worked her way up you know, been at the company for several years now and is hoping to one day be chief marketing officer. And yeah, and I mean, if this sounds confusing to you, I think the key like thing that you can take away from this is it really helps to personify your target audience. Correct. Yeah. Because when you're thinking like, oh, like we, we have multiple meetings about this. Uh, would this video be good? Would Chrissy Lee watch this? Yes. Exactly. Would Christy Lee consume this? Is Christy Lee sipping her coffee in Sola? 
reading this. That's it helps to personify that. That's why we do this. Oh, 100%. And it I mean with and with anything, your marketing campaigns, everything, if you really have your target audience nailed to the T to the point where you know what kind of brands um, they're shopping, where they spend their free time, uh, it'll really help you decide whether or not you should, you know, do certain things because you'll be able to say, uh, like you said, is is this something Christy Lee could get behind? Uh, and there's been a few episodes of the show, to be honest, where we were just kind of figuring things out. We we're like, well, would Christy Lee watch this? Would Christy Lee not watch this? Um, so we're trying to make sure that ultimately we're bringing as much value to our target audience as possible. Um, so if you're listening to this and, and our description of our Christy Lee, our make-believe Christy Lee, sounds like you, let us know what types of things you want to hear about. Uh, like a good example, I was telling Spencer, a great thing that we could uh, potentially talk about is uh, the new social media channel that's been um, creating a buzz lately. A lot of people are talking about it and it's TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a, it's like a plague that's spread around. One person gets it here at the office and now everybody gets it at the office and everything we talk about is TikTok. <laughs> yes. Um, but the reason I bring it up is because Uh, TikTok aside, there's always going to be another social media platform. You know, when there was MySpace and there was Facebook, then there was LinkedIn and Instagram. You know what I mean? There's always new ones popping up. So I don't know if TikTok is going to end up being one of the greats, but I do know that even after TikTok, there's going to be other ones. Absolutely. So the question I have for you, Spencer, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are. Uh, Take someone like Christy Lee, for example, someone who is sitting in that marketing manager, um, director of marketing type role. You're managing a team, you're creating content, you're doing your best to try to be on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the all of them. But you I mean, as with any company, you're going to have limited resources. So let's say you're not quite doing what you wish you could be doing on all those channels. Um, at what point do you decide to bring on a new channel? Like that's a concern that I had, for example, when we were thinking about starting a TikTok. You know, are we absolutely crushing it on Instagram? No. Are we absolutely crushing it on YouTube? No. Will we? I mean, probably, yeah, if we continue um, doing what we're doing. But since we're not, should we go ahead and get on TikTok? Should we wait? Like, what are your thoughts? I think uh, I think that's a that's a two part answer. The first uh, you mentioned not crushing it on other platforms like Instagram and Facebook. Um, when you back up a little bit and you look at the length that these platforms have been around, there's a lot of users on Facebook and Correct. Instagram. There's so many people. Super saturated. And it's it it's kind of hard to determine whether you're not crushing it because it's almost an unfair game at this point. Um, organically, reach on Instagram has dropped massively. Reach on Instagram or reach on Facebook rather has dropped for a while now. So if you're not crushing it, quote unquote, organically, that could be because you're sitting in a saturated market. Um, so True. try not to judge yourself too harshly on whether or not you're quote unquote crushing it because that, that also, oh, I, agree. I agree. I mean, what is your definition of crushing it? I mean, if you're not putting out content, then you kind of really need to, you know, you, you need to rethink that game. Um, but if you're just not getting the results that you want, that's a different story. I mean, platforms change. Uh, if you look at Google, Google ads, I mean, used to be a very competitive market, um, well, it still is a competitive market rather, but it used to be way easier to to get your listings on there. And now it's just, it's harder. So if you say, if you take a step back and you're like, well, my Google ads aren't performing as well as I thought they were, or as th- as well as I thought they would, um, then, you know, you're kind of in a, in a competitive market with a lot of big players playing. Uh, when it comes to platforms like TikTok, the main advantage to be on something like that is organic reach. 
I mean, people with 50 followers get 30,000 views on their videos. Uh, so you have to apply that same concept to you as a business and determine if that's what you're looking for. If you're looking to reach more people, if you're looking to get your content across more eyes, that's when you step into these platforms and you say, uh, I think it's totally worth it because it's it's that much easier to do so. Um, so are you saying that um, pretty much no matter what you think that people should at least give it a shot? Absolutely. If that's I mean, if that's your goal, if your goal is to get content across more eyes, you should be because uh, these platforms are constantly evolving. TikTok is not new. It's it's been around for a while. It used to be musically. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Then it got bought out. It went through some changes. There were a lot of things that they had to regulate. Uh, and so, you know, we're kind of seeing this spike in platforms uh, that may have been around for a little while. LinkedIn is another one. Um, YouTube that has been around for decades. Oh yeah, YouTube's been around for and a while. And it's, uh, it's, it's already, it's spiking up again. Like people are putting content on YouTube again. YouTube itself has evolved. Um, so yes, I think that regardless of whether or not you're meeting your goals on Instagram and Facebook, uh, you should be trying out these new platforms. And with that said, uh, you don't want to burn yourself out if you're not if you're already struggling to perform on Instagram. Adding a new platform can I'm sure you were going to ask this. Can yeah, you? I think that's kind of where I was going. Um, you just kind of have to dedicate a little bit of time to it, like diversifying your investments a little exactly. bit. Exactly, like force yourself to take ten percent, just ten percent of your or one percent, yeah, even one percent or two percent, especially on these platforms that have explosive reach. I mean, you can put out a one percent effort video and still crush it on these platforms so mm. um and then sort of let the market decide for you you know mm -hmm. if that one percent of effort is generating a thousand percent roi then then it's probably safe to pull from some of the other resources absolutely i agree and That's smart it's uh especially you know to someone in like christy lee's position yeah. who may have a lot of resources one percent can go a long way like 1% of Red Hat is going to be way different than my 1%. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a fair point. And we're seeing a lot of, of these businesses. Celebrities are another one that are popping up on TikTok. I mean, check it out. You've got MLB. You've got NFL. Will Smith. I mean, all of these, you know, these big names are coming to TikTok for a reason. The, re the, the attention's there, the, the reach. reach is there. Yeah, I think there's more people than there is content right now, which mm -hmm. is, I mean, every platform has been there at some point. Absolutely. Um, so it's important to take advantage of that. That's I mean, really cool. Even myself, uh, just personally, I, I have limited resources, but I mean, I've been trying out just to throw some names out there. Dave Flash. Dave Flash is a, an Instagram meets Snapchat kind of thing. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, I have, I follow zero people on there and I'm already, you know, like getting good likes good reach 100 that's awesome. views that's um, so cool <laughs> firework firework is another one to keep an eye out on uh it's kind of like igtv but um it, it you don't have to do vertical video you can upload a horizontal video it'll zoom in and when you rotate the phone it rotates the video it's kind of cool yeah you were showing me that the other day that's definitely really cool um but dabble in these platforms you know you don't have to think of it like well i'm gonna break it up 25 percent instagram 25 percent facebook 25 percent youtube 25 percent tiktok now you can put forth one percent of your effort on these other platforms and uh we've talked about this on some previous shell episodes if you haven't looked into like how we create content we broke that down me and you broke that down in a previous episode oh and and speaking speaking of breaking down content um uh, this is definitely a conversation for a different time 
Um, but I'd love to hear from you guys if this is something you'd be interested in learning. Um, but there are ways, especially if you're, if you're working for a company like Red Hat, like Cisco, you know, you've got a content team and you've been producing content for years now. There are ways that you can repurpose your content um, for use in like new new platforms That's like exactly TikTok. what I was going towards. Yep. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not saying you should go and just post it um, because you do want to post natively, but there are very kind of low... Um, you know, not very labor intensive ways that you can repurpose content. Yeah, absolutely. That's where I was going. Uh, you know, if you don't, it's already obviously time and resources is a matter when it comes to picking a new platform. If, you know, a majority of your time is eaten up by Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, that kind of thing, you're probably wondering, like, how am I going to have the time to create content for TikTok? But uh, you don't you don't have to necessarily create new content. Nobody's saying that if you are come to a new platform, you must, you know, hop on the trends of that platform. Yes, that helps, but you can but you still have to, yeah. post what you post everywhere else. Just make it a native format. That's a perfect example of the one percent effort. Exactly. Like start with that. If those videos are taken off, then listen to the audience. Like, go ahead and and run with it, mm -hmm. and then you can put in a little bit more effort. That's exactly. really cool. Thanks for that. Um, see, that's a perfect example of what we feel. Uh, is a type of conversation, type of content that would appeal to someone like a Christy Lee. Um, if you can identify with that, if this is something that you're kind of dealing with, you get a small team that you manage and you're trying to just figure out what the best way to use your resources is, let us know what we can do to help. You know, this is all about you. The whole point of this podcast, the whole point of the shell is for us to provide value. So if we need to go out and get guests, bring guests in that, you know, work at specific companies, talk about specific things, let us know. Um, another really, um, big thing that I've been, uh, talking about a lot lately that I wanted to chat with you, Spencer is, uh, YouTube. So when you think of YouTube, when I think of YouTube content creators, uh, I think of a channel kind of like yours, like Peter McKinnon, uh, you know, those guys who have a very specific following and their videos all resonate to a very specific audience. They're all the same, like just like any other social media channel. Um, they've built a <clears throat> they've built a following, excuse me, and they've built a channel. But I think there's another way to use YouTube that companies tend to forget about, mm. uh, and that's YouTube is still a search engine. Yes, it is. Um, so one example, for example, let's just keep using uh, let's keep using Red Hat as an example. Red Hat uh, is a company headquartered out of uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, where we happen to be headquartered out of. Um, if you, you know, if you work over at Red Hat and you forget for a second about building a YouTube channel and building an audience and focus more on, you know, the problems that you solve, let the, let the channel and audience build itself. But I'm just saying, don't worry about that right now. Re-upload a lot of the videos that you're posting to Facebook, to Instagram, um, to, to any LinkedIn even. I'm sure there's a lot of tutorials that are being posted, a lot of um, staff recruitment videos, you know, whatever upload them to YouTube with a different title um, and just make sure that the video is optimized for SEO. Mm -hmm. And YouTube, it can serve as, as an entirely different platform for you to show up on search results. Like if someone searches for best XYZ company in XYZ city, uh, a lot of times that first set of search results are videos. They're all videos. Yep. And, if, and, and they're coming from YouTube because YouTube and Google are one and the same and it's a search engine. 
Um, what are, what are your thoughts on utilizing content that way? Do you think it's bad to repost content? That no, way? no, absolutely not. I think it's, uh, I'm really glad you touched on that. It, YouTube is such a powerful platform. Um, YouTube has a lot of what we don't have on Instagram, what we don't have. We have a little bit of it on Facebook. Um, but I mean, when you think like, let me back up and break it down. If you post a video onto Instagram, the only way someone is going to find that is if you're viral and trending on the explore page. Mm -hmm. And usually that is a direct result of using hashtags. Yes, correct. Hashtags are such a broad uh, umbrella. Correct. But on YouTube, like you mentioned, you like this is what food bloggers are actually doing a lot. Um, top 20 places to eat in Raleigh, North Carolina. If someone Googles that, and your video is titled top 20 places to eat in Raleigh, North Carolina, and in your tags, you have places to eat Raleigh, or you know, you're gonna you're gonna rank high on the list and someone's gonna see your video. Same thing can be applied to companies. If you are a tech company and you're putting out uh, product information or product tutorials, rather, say you have a web platform and thousands of people, millions of people use this web platform, they're going to Google how to use XXX in platform. And if you have a video out there, that's going to show up. That's going to rank. You're going to see it. If you're a product uh, company, um, say you make field monitors, you know, shout out to small HD. Um, people are going to Google like, oh, how to calibrate small HD monitor or how to calibrate focus five, you know, things like that. Um, if you're putting out video on YouTube, you have the added benefit of SEO. Yep, you can exactly. optimize it. You can make it so that you can target specific keywords so that when people search on YouTube or search on Google, the biggest social search engine in the world, rather, um, you're going to rank. I've seen local companies absolutely dominating it in their local space where they're showing up in the three pack. As soon as you search for like local shoulder specialist near me or whatever, uh, you've got the map result. You've got the phone result mm -hmm. right there. You've got the first three organic listings. And then above all of that, I think this is the coolest thing. Like video gets pushed to the very, very top. So you've got all their videos, the three pack, and then all of the organic stuff as well. Like it's uh, it's it's definitely very nice. And it takes up a lot of space on the page too. It does. It'll show the thumbnail and everything. It does. So. And a lot of people are visual learners. So if they're looking for something, chances are they would rather like, I'm not saying the majority of the audience, but a lot of people prefer the visual element. So they'll go straight Agreed. to videos. Yeah, that's how, what I do. How to change an alternator in a car. Same thing. I'm going straight to YouTube for that because yep. I'm not going to know what I'm reading. Yeah, exactly. Um, so businesses can take this and apply that. Use your old content. Find something that was a really valuable piece of information. Maybe you posted it to Facebook and it flopped. Yeah. And you were like, oh, that sucks. No, it's probably a great video. It just wasn't easily findable like nobody could find it mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. the people that were looking for it couldn't find it if it wasn't on youtube they weren't it wasn't going to show up on facebook if they were searching google Precisely. so you know if i mean i'm sure there's a lot of people out there who have archives of content they've created over the years for their business for their companies and you could just go through that and just start posting them to YouTube. I think that's that's a great strategy. Absolutely. And I mean, today's today's episode, we've mostly just talked about platforms and cross-channel promoting and like what you can do on one versus the other and adopting new channels, new platforms. Uh, all of that is important. But at the end of the day, um, you know, what we really wanted to communicate is who this podcast is for and who we believe that we can help and serve because that's our primary focus. We don't want to monetize this. We don't want to get customers out of this. Like we created this strictly to help you guys 
um, in, in your day to day, in your marketing operations or whatever it is that you're doing. So uh, if there's anything that you need from us or if there's anything that you would love to hear, let us know. Uh, it's extremely helpful for us as well. Also, if you feel like, uh, you know, if you feel like you need help with this, reach out. Um, YouTube, we specialize in SEO. We specialize in video. I mean, I'm, I'm the creative director here. So if you guys need anything, reach out, let us know. Um, we're, we're definitely glad to help. But this stuff, this stuff fires me up. I'm sure it fires Even just talking too. about it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's super. But a lot of people don't reach out because they think that, uh, you know, they're going to get bombarded by sales emails and people after the fact. But yeah. but that's not how we do things. I mean, 90% of the people that we end up talking to, we can't work with because it's not a good fit. Mm-hmm. And for us, you know, building that relationship and, and understanding who we are a good fit for is our priority. So uh, feel free to reach out and just have a conversation with us. That's fun, too. Agreed. <laughs> Uh, but I think that's all I have, Spencer, unless you have anything else. No, that's uh, it. <laughs> that's That pretty much wraps up the 10th episode of The Shell. Um, so again, if you guys have any questions, uh, leave it for us in the comments. Don't forget to you know, follow the podcast, follow us on all of our other channels and platforms. And, uh, and leave you know, us a review. And leave us a review. That's extremely helpful, too. Let us know what you think, uh, what we could improve on, what you wish you could uh, have a little bit more of. So appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Later, guys.